0: Guess who's here? Hey you guys, I am so excited you're joining me today, so grab your drinks and let's get this party started. What's happening everybody? I'm so happy you're here. How was your week? Oh, just let's take a moment and reflect. Even if it was a bad week, a great week, an average week, something good came out of it. You're here, you're alive, you're thriving, you're succeeding already. Look at that. You are succeeding. And with that, let's toast to you. Put your drinks up, my friends. I am currently drinking LaCroix, my sparkling water, and I'm a little key lime freak. So (laughs) toast to you for surviving and thriving. Cheers, clink. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. So refreshing, so refreshing. I love it. Uh, yeah, I started getting into the little sparkling water movement a couple years ago when I started the keto, and it's been awesome because let me just say this out loud hello to my Midwest folks, thank you, love you. It is pop, not coke. Let's get that real, okay. But that was a big adjustment. If you guys have ever heard any of my keto podcast, if not, by all means, go back. The drinks were a big change for me. And so the first step of mine was eliminating the Coke or pop products and all those things because I didn't realize how much sugar was really in those guys. And, you know, it's like you can go do all the things. You can go work out and have good nutrition. But if you're drinking all that sugar from those drinks, it's almost like you're eliminating the work. So... I It was hard, but the way for me to get adjusted to it was I wanted that carbonation feel. And so I started the sparkling water. At first, it really wasn't my thing. But by all means, if you guys want to start with like regular sparkling water, um, excuse me, you can mix it in your drinks. You can even put like some fruit in there, which is always helpful. I love fruit infused water or fruit infused sparkling water strawberries limes oranges whatever your thing is um but then there's also flavors so again my favorite flavor is key lime not the regular lime this one is key lime and it's oh it's yummy there's a cherry blossom which is delish and fabulous there's so many different kinds so if you guys just kind of dab and play if you don't want to buy the whole case just go like to whole foods or i know heb if you're blessed to have an heb where you are Um, or even I think Walmart might just buy the single can and give it a shot, but it definitely was a game changer for me because yeah, it's, it's helped me eliminate all that extra sugar, but still make me feel like I'm getting that carbonation, which is kind of fulfilling. It's a mindset thing. However, um, yeah, guys, (laughs) so many great things happened this week. It's you know, something I have to take a quick moment with as well before we get started in today's podcast, and that is a huge, huge thank you and shout out to each and every single one of you. I I am so blessed. I really am. And I I, I know this, this is not by any means something that I, I had wanted to do to be, oh, I want to be like the number one podcast or I want to be a celebrity. It's not like that. I just wanted to start something that gave myself, you know, more build up into my purpose. You know, I love and desire uh just helping other people. And no, I'm not like some financial expert. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a doctor. It's just I have done things out my life and become successful at some things. And if there's any way I can share that with someone else and it helps you in any way, that's that's where my heart is. And so <laughs> By doing this podcast, I was like, you know, I do kind of miss those radio days, but this is like a little way for me to kind of put my my foot in the door to get my purpose, you know, grabbed onto and take charge with that. So because of it, we we're still doing a small thing here, but I love it because I'm looking at the reports, I'm looking at the numbers, and then on top of that, the reviews. It's just been a blessing. Because of you guys, we are now available on Apple Podcast. I, <laughs> I can't believe it. I really can't. And I really hope, like, I'm kind of rambling because I'm so happy still and just I'm kind of tripping, not gonna lie. But I'm just so blessed and I'm I'm so grateful and thankful for each and every single one of you because this isn't happening without you. Plain and simple. So thank you guys again from all over my heart. Um, yeah, let's let's continue being awesome together and growing together and let's do this. But today, I wanted to share a few things with you guys in regards to some basic money saving tips uh, and give you some personal insight that helped me on my last year's journey on my money saving. Uh, again, I'm not a financial expert or um, advisor of any sort. I'm just giving you guys some tips that helped me because I did a lot of adjustments last year. Again, if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, you need to push stop, go back, <laughs> and listen to the previous podcast with our goals talk. And I helped talk to you guys about some things that I use as a platform to figure out what goals I want to accomplish for this year. Not expectations, but goals. And you can narrow it down even more by figuring out a few things that you might have to sacrifice to readjust. And for me last year, it was definitely some of the financial sacrifice and adjustments that I needed to make in order to do the things that I wanted to do. So out of, you know, listening to all the podcasts and Uh, talking and chatting with other mentors and people that I look up to that I, and I admire that I see doing the right thing. I would ask all these questions and pick their brains. And then collaboratively, I just started doing all these, all the things. And so now I went back and I looked at everything and all the savings that I had done. And I'm like, Oh my God, like it, it really worked. So that was something that I decided I wanted to share with you guys today. And with that, uh if you have a pen and paper, I highly recommend you take some notes. I've got like 10 tips here that I had wrote down for you. Uh again, pen and paper for me is so much more effective. I feel like you get more intuitive with yourself and it, it just sticks more. Whereas if you you have the note app on your phone, that's great if that's your thing, do you. It's just sometimes it's easy to type it in there and then forget about it and then you don't take it as seriously. Uh, and again, if you guys are driving, please don't be cray cray. Don't be don't be trying to text drive. You know all that. That's a no no. So you are more than welcome to repeat this later and replay. Um, but in the meantime, let's just um, go through a few things that helped me last year, and I really hope this helps you guys out too. Because, whew, I mean, we're talking, I close to over ten thousand dollars that I was able to save and invest last year. And that's just me throwing that out there. It'll probably end up being different once I go through the list and think about it again. But anyway, uh, here we go. Let's let's talk about some of these money-saving tips. Uh, number one, I edited my closet. Guys, if you have something in your house, not just your closet, but like look around the house. Is there some shoes that you haven't worn for like a year? Are there games that you don't play no more? And... If it's something, if you're looking around the house, you haven't really used it in the past 12 months, it probably doesn't need to be, be there anymore. Now, usually the first place you want to start is your closet because clothes are very materialistic and obviously bodies change, we change, style changes. But if you have, you know, jeans and shirts and whatever in there, you have to give yourself the time frame of 12 months. Now, girls, ladies, my loves, I get it. You have that beautiful dress. You got it. It was on sale. And you know you're going to lose the weight to get into it one day. But let me tell you something. (laughs) If it's been in there for 12 months or longer, you might want to get rid of it. I mean, like, honestly, and the other thing is too, there is probably somebody out there that is dying, dying to find that perfect dress and you might have it right there and all it's doing is sitting there collecting dust. I had two outfits specifically I wanted to hold on to and I swore I was going to fit into one day. Well, now that I fit into them, the problem is that I don't want to wear them out anywhere. I just want to wear them inside. Well, okay, I have plenty of clothes to wear inside. I don't need any more. So then it was still just hanging there. So, I mean, it's a great goal to have, but if it's longer than 12 months, I I hate to say this, I know it's hard, but you can play the violin music. You can play some funeral music in the background. Just have your moment, fold it up, and put it on the side and get ready to sell it because you're going to make somebody's day and just you're going to have this beaming smile on their face when they see that you have this treasure that they are going to sit there and wear right now every day okay so edit your closet uh try to look at some things and see if you can sell them online i know you can sell on facebook i was able to sell a few things on there i was able to post some stuff on amazon um And even just family, friends. Sometimes I always like to check with family and friends first. Hey, is this something that you could use? Is this something that, you know, you would like to buy off of me? Because, I mean, it's almost like yard sales are still a thing, you know, and so are farmers markets and whatnot. But you guys can do your own little market online. I mean, look at social media, The, the world is in your hands, right? But I also caught myself, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because I was always an overgiver. I would always find something that was valuable and just give it to people and I can't tell you how much money I probably gave away. I already do so much donating throughout the year in the first place, but when I was just giving all of these things away at home, man it it was a lot, and I mean we're talking some like labels were talking about some nice furniture and things and I'm just like oh here you go just so I can get rid of it but if you guys really you know actually try to sell it you guys can make some good money off of there and I did that last year and I made some good money uh just from selling a lot of my clothes and shoes and just pieces of furniture too that I just realized mm, it's not really doing what I need it to do you know so there's my first big tip is edit your closet, go through your house. And the, the biggest question whenever you get to that struggle is, have you used it in the last 12 months? And it's not if you're going to use it, it it's have you. And if you have not, you're going to have to put it to the side. So there's number one. Uh, number two, ooh, the needs versus the wants. Oh, you guys, this one this one is is the tough one for me because I had to I had to be real with myself last year and realize okay you know it if someone is not attracted to you for who you really are it, it, that's just something you're going to have to you know dig deep in with within yourself because as we get older we're not always going to look the same and I had realized You know, I was spending so much money every month on hair and nails. And when I actually calculated how much I was spending on like the whole hygiene thing rather than doing it at home, I think my heart stopped. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I, um, so I made a decision last year and it was hard, it was really hard, but I decided to quit wearing my hair extensions and I also decided to quit getting my nails done now let me let me give you an idea of what happened though okay so just a couple days ago for the first time in a year I went to go get my nails done and get my my paws and claws taken care of my pedicure and my my nails I had spent $250 and all I did was get the same thing that I used to do before now, before, I was spending close to about $150 for both, and that was every, every other month, okay? So when you calculate that, I had basically saved over $5,000 in one year from not doing hair extensions and getting paws and claws done at the nail salon, Instead, I started doing, I went to Ulta, I bought the pedicure stuff for my feet, started doing that on my own, doing some little TLC at the house every week. But then I also was using press-on nails and they looked just as good. I had way more compliments on my press-on nails last year than I did with even the the acrylics that I used to get. So that was another thing. And then I also just exchanged the extensions for some really good quality hair products. I fell in love with Divine's hair products and I even think that's great for men. I let my dad have some of those products and I loved them and now I'm using Olaplex and I have for the past few months and you can get those at Ulta and they are fabulous. I love, love, love the hair mask and my hair looks so beautiful even just when I do a natural blowout I get so many compliments on it like I just got from the hair salon so that was one big thing was do I really need to have those or do I want them and so I just did a self-talk self-pep talk with myself and that was one big adjustment that I had done last year and something else too is you know you got to ask yourself is this going to help me grow towards where I want to go Okay, so yes, trips also can be kind of a want rather a rather than a need. But at the same time, if you haven't had a vacation in a long time, what if you just do a staycation? I mean, I'm not talking about going across, you know, seas to the Greeks and stuff like that or cruises. But even if you just need that vacation, that could be some self-love that's important for you. But think about doing like a staycation, like within the town. Discover new things in the town that you live in. Or somewhere within 100 miles that you can experience and see and try a new adventure. You know, so I do believe that vacations are important, whether it's just two days or seven, whatever the case may be, but also depending on how long it's been since you've had that vacation. Just rethink, you know, how can you readjust some of that money? And again, deep down, you just ask yourself honestly, will this help me grow towards where I want to go? Because when I started asking myself that last year, when it came to the needs first ones during my shopping sprees, wow, wow. It was like, I just, I didn't realize how much crap that I was buying that I just really didn't need. <laughs> so that was uh, point number two, number three, uh, guys, roomy. Yes. This is something I actually even learned in New York. This is, you guys can honestly, you won't believe this you can easily pay off your rent or make money from your home if you just get creative. And no offense, but the Golden Girls had it happening. I know that was like back in the 80s and whatever, but if you really watch the show, like it was four grown women living together under one house. They were sharing the, the kitchen, the living space. They had their own rooms. They had their own love lives. They had their friends, you know, but the thing is, is they were intelligent. These women had the right mindset for the money saving because they just were able to power play and find someone else that they could live with and saved a ton of money by being roomies. And now in today's world, with all the inflation and the cost of living with, you know, the housing, oh my gosh, like there is no wrong and wrongdoing with having a roommate. I mean, I re- I miss having a roommate. I'm not going to lie. And so when I, let me tell you something. When I went to New York, this Airbnb host of mine, I loved them. They were fabulous. And what was great is that they had this gorgeous location, but they had a room that they Airbnb'd out. It, they just completely remodeled this master bedroom into this whole suite. And it was perfect location off the beach and they were making money to pay off their more not only paying off the mortgage and the rent but they were making money on top of that I mean it, it was just mind baffling and so yeah I I have no problem whatsoever and see no problem and I actually admire some people now these days who have roommates because it's so much fun also you guys have a bad day come home you have your friend, you have your companionship, whatever, you guys can share ideas, but it's just also smarter now these days financially, rather than just, you know, constantly paying for a place and then you're never living there because you're constantly working. So something for you to consider is the roomy lifestyle. And then um, like with that, don't forget contract. Oh my God, contract, contract, contract. You know, it's like just eliminate the drama, make sure you have everything in writing. So be smart about it. Uh, Just make sure you guys can have some coffee, some drinks, sit down, go over some things that you want to negotiate and look over and sign off on it so that there's no drama later. That always takes care of the majority of conflicts for the most part, at least. Um, But also think of like a travel swap. I know some of you guys have seen the holiday. Maybe some of you haven't. But like I did that last year. I knew I was not going to be at the apartment for almost like three months for traveling for work. And I needed, I, well, I didn't need, but I had a friend of mine who needed somewhere to crash. So clear enough, they, they were from, uh, they were where they lived, excuse me, where I needed to work. And then they were coming this way. So we just swapped. They got to stay at my apartment. I got to stay over there and I didn't have to pay for a hotel. I took care of the place. Everything was good. Think about doing that. Like if you have a friend in another town and you want to visit and they're not there, maybe just see if you guys can do a travel swap and then loan your place out to them type thing. It was awesome for me, not going to lie, and it saved me a lot, and I'm sure that they appreciated it too. So uh, that was number three. And then number four, uh, oh, my God, you guys, your smart insurance. Be smart. Look at your insurance, whether it's car insurance, whether it's your health, um, supplements, life, all that stuff. And start calling them and don't be scared. Oh my God, I saved so much money because of my car insurance. I asked them, where are ways that I could save money? And I'm not kidding you. Oh my God, I'm not lying. You guys can take, go online and take that driver's course if you haven't done it recently. I know there's rules on that. You can only do it once every long great while. But like on your car insurance, if you guys want to save money on that, go online and take that driver's education safety education course. I'm not kidding. And when you take that driver's safety education education course and then tell your insurance provider that you had taken it and updated yourself, send it in, boom, watch that car insurance drop. My rates dropped dramatically, and it was awesome. So that was one thing. But then also, if you guys do have insurance, Ask them for an update with policy details or even ask them, I just want to recap of my policy. Where can I save money? And then just open up and talk to them and be open-minded and always, always, always see if they have a return of premium. Guys, we are in a world these days where things cost a lot, but the reality is, wouldn't you just like to be like saving money if you're spending it? Like what if you don't ever use the policy? Do Do you have a chance to get all your money back? I mean, hello, if you're going to spend that much on, you know, an insurance product, but if you end up never using it, because yes, insurance is a great backup plan, but wouldn't it be dope if you can just get all that money back? Yeah, I mean, that adds up. So by all means, it's called like a return of premium. Make sure you guys are looking and seeing if they have that option available to you. Um That was a big thing for me because I do have insurance where I know if I don't use it, well, I know I have a guarantee I'm going to get all my money back from it. Winning. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you. It might not be like this year, but in the future, I know I'm at least investing in myself and not just paying the company to say I have coverage. So that's another big thing uh, is to recap all of your insurances that you carry. And just, again, don't be scared. That's why they have customer service. Just call them and ask for policy updates and just ask open questions. You know, I am I have this. Again, what does it do? How does it work? Oh, my God. Watch yourself save so much money that way. Um, and, again, for the car insurance, guys, totally look into that driver's test or driver update um, program online. The fifth thing that I had done is um, I purposely saved – a threshold of money every month. And I would make sure that it wasn't touched. Like I just made made it clear that I'm sorry. As soon as I get paid, that's unacceptable. This is the amount I have to take out of there. No questions asked. And so I would put it into savings. Now between that amount, what I mean by savings is I actually put half of it into a savings account with my bank, but then I actually put the other half into another savings called Wealthfront. The reason why is because I have two separate savings, the savings account with my bank. They're only letting me gain like so much interest. it's It's really low. I think it's like one point something percent. But I only have that one there for like we're talking like serious emergency backup situations. But then the wealth front, what I like about wealth front is that it's up to like over three percent that I gain from the interest of saving. So that one is my play savings, and I have seen that thing grow last year so much. It was awesome. I mean, I gained so much more money out of it than I did with the regular savings account, and that's why I have two separate ones. One for actual emergency issues, but then two for the actual play savings. And then the other thing was I also invested – I would take like an extra amount of money out of my paycheck every month and I would put it into like some stocks, but I used E-Trade. I, I don't know if you guys use Robinhood or um, in Fidelity, I think, but I also um, put that in there. But again, I chose E-Trade. I know there's different ones you guys have different things for. But by doing that, I purposely chose like um, the, Van- it's the Vanguard S&P, I'm not going to get into deep detail with the whole stock market here, but I just know like, I wanted my money to go to a lot more places and not just one person. So I was able to spread that across the board there so that way I could just watch it grow. So once I, again, I just took the money out, put it right into E-Trade, and then just let it stay there as if I had no access to it. Um, My recommendation for you guys, if, if you're not familiar with the stock market, do actually find like someone you trust, like a financial expert for that one. Um, Again, I'm just making sure you guys know some of the things that I had learned and uh, was educated on that I did for myself last year. And as I did it, I just, wow, it was incredible. So that's the fifth tip that I suggest. And then number six, oh my goodness. Yes. Six journal your restaurant spending. Oh my gosh. Like now that COVID is pretty much done, it seems like everybody's going out and about and don't get me wrong, I love a great restaurant. I love trying new things. I am one of those people I I'm fine with going out to eat by myself. I just I can walk right up somewhere, go to the bar, you know, check out the scenery, check out the menu. And sometimes I even, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I love going to places and I don't get a whole meal. Sometimes I just get an appetizer, get some, you know, of my sparkling water, club soda, or even a drink depends on the day, the mood, whatever. But then I'll hop and skip and I'll go somewhere else and try something else like a dessert. And then I'll go somewhere else. I don't know. I, that's just something I like to do. But check this out. I gave myself a certain amount to spend for restaurants. And that was on a biweekly basis. So um, I made it a goal to make sure that I could, you know, cook more at home. And besides, that was so much healthier for me anyway, because whenever I do go to restaurants, I know at least for me, I don't know how it is for you guys. The temptation is real. Seriously. I mean, it's like, I don't need that cheesecake, but it is talking to me hardcore at that, in that menu. (laughs) And it was just so much healthier and better for me to eat at home, but when I did go out, I didn't realize I, oh my goodness, I it's almost like I ignored the amount of money for certain dishes, and I'm looking at it like, are you kidding me? So I gave myself a threshold on restaurant spending every two weeks, so that's something that I would definitely recommend is getting yourself your own little journal, but use it only For restaurants and keep it in the kitchen or keep it in your car and write down how much you spent at that restaurant and then compare it to what you're spending at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, the same with that goes for Uber Eats and food delivery. That is one that can get you guys so, so easily because of the delivery um, fees, the tipping, all the things. So, definitely try to keep some journals in regards to your, your food spending. Uh, number seven. Yeah, this one was a big shock to me, but when you guys take a look at your credit cards, reward cards that have points or cash back store apps, try to look into credit cards that have a point system. Uh, always look into reward cards. I know when you guys go shopping, if they do have a reward program, It doesn't hurt if you've been there like two or three times within the last month. Probably wouldn't be a bad idea for you to consider getting a reward card as long as there's no like fee. Always ask if there's a fee or something you have to pay. If there's not and it's just a matter of you giving them an email, then go make some email from like Yahoo, I know I just showed my age, or Gmail or anything like that and just use that email specifically for your reward cards so that you can keep it organized. But when you do that, or the cashback apps, like when you guys go shopping, since online shopping is a big deal now, always look and see if they have like a reward system. Because let me tell you something, people always, always ask me, how do you get to travel so much and do all these great trips? And you've done these things. And I actually always end up having a birthday trip now. And I rarely spend any money. I'm not lying, I literally get free flights, I get to pay off my hotel, I might get to spend a few extra dollar bills on some fun activities and things like that, but the majority of my birthday trips are paid for, and it's because I, I use these card cards that have points with them and these reward cards, so then once they build up, I utilize them all at that point of the year, whether it's Christmas time for gifts for the family or whether it's my birthday trip and stuff like that, I end up getting that adventure taken care of because of all the points that I racked up. So that's just something to keep in mind. Look at your credit cards that you guys have. See if they have a reward program. Uh, If you're shopping somewhere, especially small businesses, that's a big thing for them, and that's also helpful for you, is if they have a reward system, that's going to be awesome so that you can eventually, if you shop there multiple times, you can get free stuff later. I know a lot of food places have them. And then again, I can't say it enough. I know Amazon has something now. But if you guys do like shopping online, th- look at the actual company's app like app to have in your phone and sign up for their reward program. Because again, if you're going to start doing it frequently, it doesn't hurt to get free stuff by just being a shopper, right? So there it is. <laughs> uh, the other... Suggestion here. Number eight. Yeah, guys, subscription check, membership check. I didn't realize how much money Apple was taking from me. I'm not lying. I have all these apps, these TV apps from Disney to Peacock to something was called Philo. There's Hulu and Netflix. And when you guys calculate that out, what's funny to me is that. People were lecturing for so long how expensive cable is. Uh, when you add all the subscription up, it's more than cable. It's ridiculous. So something to look into is, you know, all your subscriptions that you guys are paying for. If there's something that, or even like gym memberships, if if I know that's that time of the year right now, but double check their membership rates, see how often you're going, uh, you know, just keep yourself in check with that. But if there's a subscription that you you have that's an auto auto pay and you haven't used it for 6 months, it needs to go. Like seriously, that's a lot of money and it happens without you knowing it. So do yourself a huge favor, look at the card or the bank account you use and look at the subscriptions and put yourself in check with that. Um, Number nine, um, I'm looking at my notes. Yeah, the alcohol, the pop detox. So it's basically about drinks, you guys. I kind of hit it a little bit when it came to the reward system, because I'm not going to lie, I like Starbucks. But I only use them on the app. So I know that every time I get something to drink, I'm always making sure I check off the reward points before I purchase. So take the time as you're in the drive-through or waiting in line, make sure you guys are clicking on whatever deals they have before you order. You have to try to make that a habit. And that's gonna help save you a lot in the long run. It might be a little bit of an adjustment and a change, but don't worry, you got this, it's good. Um, But also... Put yourself in check when it comes to what you are drinking. I, oh my gosh. If you guys want to go out and have a good time, do you. But by all means, alcohol is expensive out in the world. All these drinks, like, I mean, heck, even if you guys do cruises, do you not realize, like, they charge per person up to, like, $200 plus just to have an alcohol card, even if your spouse or your partner that's with you doesn't drink? It's it's crazy. And then, like... If you guys want to drink, I'm not going to sit here and support you guys being, you know, all out there, alcoholics or anything like that. But I could care less. If you want to go have a drink, do you? It's just that think about maybe having some of your drinks at home. All right. And by all means, please don't be scared to use Uber. Good Lord. Like it is okay. And it's also pretty freaking relaxing, if you guys just want to have a drink at home and then ask for an Uber to take you somewhere, it's actually kind of one of those therapeutic things that people don't realize because you don't have control and have to worry about the road. You guys can actually sit back and relax and just have someone else take you somewhere. I mean, it's really not a bad thing, okay? So um, consider having your, if you're going to have alcohol, try to consider having some of those drinks at home. Um Again, if you want to go out and have drinks, that's great. That's awesome. I'm not telling you not to. Just maybe consider putting that back into number six when I told you guys about journaling your restaurant spending. That is most definitely a part of that. Um, Your pop detox, that's what I told you guys from the get-go. I swapped pop for sparkling water. And then it wasn't just only financially cheaper that that helped me by doing the swap of not drinking pop anymore but I lost weight. Like guys, there are so many good things when you just do a couple of little switches. I'm not, like that's what I had told you before on a keto podcast of which you can go back and listen to, but sometimes cold turkey is the worst thing you can do. Whereas if you take baby steps and just adjust a couple of things, that's what I'm trying to tell you on tip number nine when it comes to the alcohol and the pop. Just adjust a few, a few things on how you do it and it's not only gonna save you the money, But you might even catch other things like getting a lot more relaxed by the end of the day by not driving or you might just end up losing weight. Those are awesome, right? Yes or yes. (laughs) And then last but not least, number 10, uh, guys, any kind of work business moves that you spend money on. So as you could hear at the beginning of the podcast, I am a um, ambassador for Popple Digital Business Card. My business cards, when I would do them with any individual provider, it was expensive because of how much I had to pay for the production of them, the graphics, and if I wanted to change it up. And then if I would ever get promoted or had something changed, like an email of some sort, or maybe I just wanted to change my picture, I couldn't do that because they were paper you know what I mean? And it's like people would lose business cards all the time. I'm sorry, I misplaced it or it got sweaty. It was almost like I was just always spending money on these cards. So, instead, I went digital business card and I have saved over $1000 from using a digital business card. And what's even co- more cool about it is that you can like if you get promoted, Or if you want to change your picture, if you end up hiring a team, like let's say you grow or even change your business, you can change it on the platform itself and then boom, whoever is saved in your phone or saved in their phone, it changes for them automatically on the contacts. Yeah, like how cool is that? So with that, um, I, I started using a digital business card. I highly recommend you guys look at Popple again if you want a discount code. I'm going to slide that in there. You know I can't. You have to use my name, Megan Marie, for a 20% discount. And they have all sorts of products from like lanterns to the business card to the – Just anything you want for your business. I mean, they even have like an Apple Watch with like a QR code for your business card. It's really cool stuff, okay? So uh, take a look at Popple, but if you guys purchase anything, you have to use my name so you guys get a discount. We're talking about saving money here, so why not use a discount code, right? Megan Marie. I'll put that in the notes. And then uh, another business move besides that was the cell phone bill. Oh, my God, my cell phone bill. I end up going – I use AT&T, but I ended up going – and asking them, hey, is there any updates to your plans? I need to look at my data usage. I need to look at, you know, some things and see if there's any way I can lower my bill. Guys, I was able to lower my bill by like over $50 a month. I'm not lying. Because they, so phone companies are known for like making these changes all the time. Like, look, they come out with a new phone like every, every other year. And it's just always a competition. And so they always want to get, you know, their consumers to come to their side. So just take some time. Don't be afraid. Be open-minded and walk in and just say, hey, can we just take a look at my usage? I just want to see if there's anywhere I can save or if there's a cheaper plan and just take a look at your, uh, your habits. And then that right there alone was a huge money saver for me last year as well because I not only have my phone, I've got the iPad, I've got so many other things and it was a lot. So that's something else is look at what you're spending business wise look at your habits and then do some comparison um but yeah, all together, you guys, oh, between those ten tips, that's what I did last year, and I had saved so much money, so much money to where that's why I was able to even have a whole other like trip in december, and it was it was fabulous so yeah, I really hope some of these help you guys and by all means, if you have been doing them or starting them, send me, send me some of your thoughts and opinions and what it's done for you. I would love to hear about them and with that said, I also have to put in there you guys, my website got remodeled, I'm super excited. Uh, if you haven't gone, go to meganmarieentity.com and you guys can leave me uh, details and thoughts on there you can also listen to the podcast on there. Again, we're now on Apple. Oh, so many things. <laughs> but yeah, I again, I can't say it enough you guys. I just really hope this helps you in some way. Uh, and if you have any more ideas and thoughts, hey, let me know. I'm all about that saving because if there's any way I can go on more trips, I'm about that. <laughs> all right, you guys. It's a gorgeous day out. I really hope you have the most beautiful day uh if you guys are going through a little bit of stress just take a moment and pause and close your eyes and remember what you're grateful for even the simplest little things whether it's just your children whether it's you know being here your body even if it's music just be grateful really good things are going to happen for you this year i know it and i hope this is one of them so I love you guys to the moon and back. Again, thank you so much for being here, and I'll talk to you soon. Mwah.